Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The head coach of the Steel, Raina Bloxham. Uh, g'day, Raina. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Congratulations on uh, on a big win uh, on the weekend. Uh, you must have been pleased turning that round from a, a 20-point loss the week before to a 9-point win. Yeah, look, I think the week before against the Mystics, we really let ourselves down. Um, we were quite disappointed. Uh, we felt that the Mystics, they had a blinder, actually, and they really kicked our butts. So um, we knew that we had to pull our fingers out and come out a little bit stronger um, over the weekend. So it was good to do that. So what what was happening during the weekend camp between that game and this game? Uh, I mean, you know, I know in footy they, they call it an honesty session where you all sit around and just kind of give it to each other a little bit and uh, and, and, and everybody lays their cards on the, on the table. How do you guys go about it? Yeah, look, we always reflect after each game and a couple of things that come up was just around sort of personal responsibility and basic error. So... Um, we didn't have to call each other out, which was great, but it was definitely we did have a chance to sit down and and just look at the key things that we needed to do going forward because, you know, when you lose by 20 points, it can be quite overwhelming. But once we broke it down, it was sort of just back to basics and just simplifying things. So that's kind of what we did. We made it really clear about what we wanted to achieve over the weekend, and I think that we did a good job of that. Kelly, you say no one had to call anyone out, but your captain, Shannon Saunders, was the first to kind of put her hand up immediately in the post-match last week and say it wasn't good enough from her and, you know, she was disappointed in her performance and then came out and had an MVP showing the other day. So you must be stoked that your captain is leading from the front there. Oh, look, I think that just speaks volumes for Shannon. She's so tough on herself and her her standards are extremely high so she was so gutted and so disappointed in that performance against the Mystics and I just knew that she was going to pull something out but I just um, sat there in awe watching her on the weekend and just it was really awesome to see her be able to turn that around not only for the whole team but for herself she's just so critical on everything she does and that's probably what makes her so good. Yeah, and how much does she lift the likes of Saviour Tui and George Fisher, who had a blinder shooting 51 from 52? Yeah, she did. And look, she was giving them absolute quality ball in there. They, you know, you could see that they were comfortable in everything that was happening. She was leading that whole attack end. She was controlling the tempo. And it just allowed somebody like Saviour, who's still learning the ropes at goal attack, just allowed her to just think about you know, the little things rather than the bigger picture. And Shannon just sort of led the way and off she went. So it was really cool to see that. I have to ask about Gina Crampton, obviously an old, um, you know, old teammate. Well, sorry, in your team at the Steel for years before she moved up to the Stars. Another one in that game who was playing quite like Shannon and just had the freedom to kind of let the ball go. And we talked about it a lot as the battle of the wing attacks because they were both just firing it in constantly from one end to the other. Um, I know, obviously, your defence had a great game. You got the win, but the Stars still managed to score 62 points. Is that something you guys have reflected on? Yeah, look, I think... um you know, when I looked back at it, it was definitely a battle of the wing attacks. And Gina's a quality player, and she's hard to shut down. But, um, you know, they the Stars obviously had a lot of um, players who were who 
you know, had gone out during the week and stuff. But I think, you know, Gina just led by example down there and she was throwing the ball in a lot um, easier than we would have hoped at times. So it is something that we that we will look at. We were trying to, um, you know, try and shut her down or slow her down if you can from that centre pass, but she still at times just has the ability to sort of find that space and just put it into her shooters so delicately and, and she has pinpoint accuracy. So there's definite room for improvement and I know that we did manage to get quite a few gains, but I still think there's room, um, you know, to, to disrupt the attack end and to try and get a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. You've got the Mystics again this weekend. So you would have gone sort of Mystic Stars, Mystic Stars, which is a bit strange, but you're not playing the Stars anymore, so you don't have to worry about that. But how do you turn your 20-goal deficit into a win against the Mystics this weekend? Yeah, I think if we can just fine-tune again and really simplify what we want to try and achieve. I think we had the big picture of what we wanted to do, but we just got a little bit caught up in ourselves and and, um, didn't execute just the basics simply. So um, this weekend, we know that if we can try and shut the ball down before it even gets into grace, then we'll have half a chance. Um, you never want to leave your goalkeeper back there trying to have a jumping competition with her because she's just too good and she's too athletic. Um, it's like when we had Janelle in the team, you pretty much guarantee once it's in their hands, it's going through that hoop. So we'll be having a good look at how we can sort of disrupt and disconnect that attacking um, nice and early and try and disrupt right from the centre pass if we can and attack ball out in the circle and it's just a matter of making sure that we really understand which ball we're going for and I think that's what we weren't able to do last time. Yeah, Um, without knowing the sort of ins and outs and the inner workings of the steel at the moment, it kind of seems like you are one of the only teams to not really be affected by COVID at the moment. Are you feeling like you're in a pretty privileged uh, position with that space? Yeah, look, I think we are, um, to be honest. And I feel like it definitely feels like COVID's closing in on us, but it isn't quite hit our team yet. Um, we know that it's coming and we know that um, we're hoping that by the time it does come, we might be a little bit further on in this competition. But you just you just aren't guaranteed anything. But um, the other thing is we just feel really lucky that, you know, each week that we go out there, we're able to still train together and we're able to still play together and we haven't really had that much that much disruption due to COVID so we're just going to ride this wave while we can and just know that it's going to hit us soon I suppose. Yeah. We've got a big wooden desk here Raina, I'm touching wood for you okay, I'm touching wood. <laughs> touching wood. <laughs> I'm touching wood as well while I'm speaking to you. <laughs> Obviously it's kind of easy to avoid down in Invercargill but you know you are travelling up to Auckland, you're travelling around to play, what kind of protocols are you putting in place with the girls when they come up to the likes of Auckland and you know that obviously exposure levels are a bit higher? Yeah, look, I think it's just trying to, you know, do the the little things really well, just the mask wearing, sanitising, trying not to go out to too many places and just limit contact with the outside world, really. So um, it'll be pretty much jump on the plane, get off, go to the accommodation and stay there until we play. Um, And then after the game, it's the same sort of thing. And then we'll be getting out of Auckland as quickly as we possibly can, I suppose. But you know, I, I think we do try and minimise the risk, but at some point there's there's always going to be some contact somewhere along the way. We just have to try and do our best until that happens. Just you've got to try and minimise the uh, the bad influence of Storm Purvis on the team when they get here, and <laughs> you know, taking them out to clubs and pubs and things. Right? That's that. She's t- she's been telling me about how she studied mixology at Otago University. So. <laughs> Curly remembers me showing up to a few trainings hungover, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, God, no. I mean, we won't go there, but I yeah. guess... 
I guess eventually you are going to want to welcome crowds back into the fortress at ILT Stadium. There's all this talk every time you guys play at home at, at you know, just how amazing the crowd is down there. But how do you, having been there all the time, how do you kind of put it into words, Curly, or is it all just, you know, a bit, a bit over overplayed? Oh, look, I think um, I, I did a speaking engagement today and Tehuingarea was one of the guest speakers. Um, and one of the questions was, you know, what do you enjoy most about being down here in Invercargill? And one of the things that she said was playing in front of the home crowd. And um, it is like no other place. There's people down here, like, uh, we're a little place and there isn't much to do and they just love coming out to netball and they always have right back since the the sting played they're so passionate about everything um and stormy you'll know that when you've got the steel dress on your status houses and when you're in the opposition it's just open slather but um they just they just love coming out and supporting us no matter what happens you go to the supermarket they're looking in your trolley to make sure that you've got healthy food in there and no chocolate <laughs> and that sort of that sort of thing but um, the last couple of games have been quite different, not having that noise and that atmosphere and that energy of them behind you. And um, and it's probably something that we sort of, you know, without realising it, we really miss. And, and it does take away that sort of home court advantage, I suppose, if you like, because they are like another player. They just completely get behind it. They um, enjoy, you know, good netball on both sides, but they're definitely always behind us. And I can't wait till um, hopefully we get to a point where we could have more than 200 people in the stadium. But I know that the locals down here are absolutely just chomping at the bit to be back in that stadium and, and supporting us. Yeah, we had um, Kate Burley on the show a couple of weeks ago and she was, you know, shocked at people stopping her in the street and she's just not used to that up here in Auckland because it doesn't really happen up here. But I do remember, yep, the old pulling the scorched almonds out of my trolley might have happened once or twice in Invercargill. Um, but speaking about Kate, I mean, you know, she's been on fire for you guys. What has she brought to the team? A good recruit from you guys in the off season, but what has she brought to the team off the court? Yeah, look, off the court, she's um, a really bubbly personality, and I think we need that. We're quite a conservative, quiet bunch, and um, I think without her, you'd be able to hear a pin drop all the time. So um, her nickname is Early Burley because she's always the first one in the room, and she's always chatting away. So, yeah, she brings a real positive vibe, a real good energy. She loves to question everything. Um, but, yeah, she's a real social being, and I think, that's a nice quality to have when you've got so many people who are quite conservative and happy just to sit back and watch. So, yeah, it's good. Can I just say, I think she's only early burly because she's used to um, leaving for training an hour early here in Auckland because I'm pretty sure she was never early at the start. <laughs> she did talk about how she had her playlist sorted um, to drive from her house and then because to the stadium. She was like... I only got to listen to two songs. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much going to be it. <laughs> yeah, so she has talked about those playlists being shortened. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that is outstanding. Raina, thank you very much for giving up some of your time. I really appreciate you coming on uh, tonight and, and having a chat. Best of luck for the weekend um, against uh, the Mystics. It's uh, it's going to be uh, really interesting to see uh, how, how much you've closed the gap uh, with that game against the Stars in between these two meetings with the Mystics. So I wish you all the best and safe travels. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kelly. Good luck. Uh, Raina Bloxham there with us, uh, the steel coach.